Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Alright, your bar ready? Are we at Matthew 7? Nope. <laughs> John 8. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever read the story? I read something in Matthew 7. Hey, Hey, Divas. So we really hope you've enjoyed our study on the women in the Bible. Um, We've enjoyed it, and I know I've got a lot from it. So we hope you have. Um, If there's a woman in the Bible that you love and you want to hear about, let us know, and one of us will um, start studying it for you and try to do a video. Um, We're going to be looking at John chapter 8 tonight, and um, we're going to look at that story of the adulterous woman and see what we can learn from that story in the Bible. Um, So I'm just going to read that real fast. Um, I'll start at verse 2 because that first part doesn't, you know, we'll just start, start at verse 2 here. So. Now early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst, when Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Um, you know, I feel like we can relate to the adulterous woman because um, we've all sinned. You know, we've all, it may not be a public sin to where a lot of people know about, but we've all struggled. But then I think, you know, we've all been in the Pharisees and scribes used to. Like, I think we've all, uh, maybe not even noticing. We're just going to really focus on on that side of it and how um, how they were so quick to judge and quick to condemn her and um, just see what we can learn um, from that side of them. So, um, you know, we may have never brought a person to the middle of the church and said, you know, this person is sinned, everyone get a stone and, you know, let's, let's take them out. Like, you know, of course we've never done that, but, um, you know, I think today how we relate to or how we can be like the Pharisees and the scribes is, um, you know, just our thinking. Because, um, you know, if you hear of somebody's sin, you think, oh, well, I'm better than them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sometimes we just automatically do that. We just do that without, you know, trying to. We just think, hear someone, you know, um, committing a sin, and we're like, oh, well, at least I'm not like that. And I think we've kind of touched on that before, but... You know, I feel like if we have that thinking, then we are like, we are being those, um, you know, accusers. Um, and then sometimes, you know, we think we we judge them and condemn them. We're just like, oh well, they're lost. You know, they don't have any hope. 
Um, and then I feel like, you know, another way we're like them sometimes is gossiping about someone's sin. You know, you hear somebody and, and so you tell your friends and then you tell other people and it's just like in my mind, it's like the people who was here with, um, the, you know, um, the Pharisees and the scribes and had picked up stones or ready to stone her. Um, because, you know, when we're gossiping, we're spreading that and everybody's on the same page of, oh yeah, that is terrible. You know, they shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I know I've been guilty of thinking those things. Um, and you know, I, it's, it's kind of like, um, like I thought of a plant. I don't know why, but anyways, I thought of a plant and you know, if it's withered because it hasn't had any water, um, you know, enough nourishment, then, you know, I don't just judge that plant and be like, oh, you should have got more water, you know, like fend for yourself, you know, you know, you're a terrible plant. Why are you not, you know, doing better at this? Um, but I mean, and the plant would die if I did that, but I have to water those plants and tend to them and take care of them so they will grow. And I think that's how we need to be as Christians, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ is you know, helping others and water them when they're withering, you know, water them when they're falling away and struggling. Um, so that was, that was the main thing that I've gotten from it. I think the big thing is learning not to condone sin, um, but still, you know, finding that way to help somebody when they are sinning and doing something that they shouldn't be doing, um, you know, without saying, without being harsh, like stoning someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, finding that medium is sometimes hard to do, um, but that's kind of what I got from that side of it. And then with Jesus, he didn't condone it either. And sometimes I think people almost take away that from it. I know I have in the past, like growing mm -hmm. up, I'm like, why did Jesus defend this person who's, who's doing something so wrong? Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't condone it because he tells her not to sin anymore. Mm -hmm. um, he just kind of, he's bringing in that kind of new law, you know, of compassion and forgiveness rather than the old law where they did stone people for stuff like that. I mean, there's so much that you can unpack from, from all three sides, you know. Um, the Pharisees and that, they were looking for faults in people instead of trying to see the good, and yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that. Mm -hmm. And um, and to me, that kind of touched on my self-esteem, too, because there's so many times where I'm like, well, at least... I'm not like that, you know, at least I didn't do this thing that everybody knows. Um, instead of taking ownership for what I've done and trying to work on myself and kind of minding my own business when it comes to other people's flaws and just to encouraging them as they walk and try to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and then with the adulterous woman, you know, um, how I've been forgiven for all of the things that I've done and um, recognizing that other people uh, have been forgiven for theirs too. Um, and then from Jesus' side, how he loved that woman first, even though he knew what she had done. And then he um, encouraged her to, to do the right thing and not to sin anymore. Um, I think it's important to build that rapport with people and not just go in with accusations and telling them um, what what all they're doing wrong, but to show them how much we care for them first, and then being able to to help them on their on their road. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
uh, um, you know, one section of scripture that I thought of, especially with the Pharisees and the scribes, is the plank and the speck. And um, so I'll just read that. It's in Matthew 7, um, and it says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye? Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So that last part, you know, really hit me is, you know, because it's not saying don't help a brother if, you know, they're dealing with something. You know, it's saying take care of what, you know, take care of the big issue you've got going on. You know, find that um, forgiveness and then you will be able to help them more in love because, you know, like you were saying, you know, just going to them and accusing them is not the way to do it. You know, we are supposed to do it in love and I feel like, you know, if you humble yourself and, um, you know, realize that you're at fault and realize your sins and confess those and, um, you know, find that grace, you know, forgiveness um, through Jesus, then you will be able to share that with someone else and want, you know, you can tell them, like, this is what I struggle with and I went to God and, you know, I got forgiveness for this and I want to help you feel the same feeling that I got, you know, um, yeah. and I really think that's what that's talking about there. Yeah, I mean, he also doesn't say, don't judge at all. He says, mm -hmm. you know, the way you're going to, the way you judge somebody is how you will be judged back. So if you're judging and criticizing people based on things they've done, you know, either because you're jealous or spiteful or you just dislike that person, so you're going to try to find a fault in them. Mm -hmm. um, if that's how you're judging, then that's how people are going to judge you back. But if you're, you know, judging, which judging is just how we, perceive things and how we um like form our opinions about things you know judging is not necessarily a bad thing because you know when you're driving and you're deciding whether you should pull out you're judging the car coming like okay is it far enough can i pull out or do i need to wait for it the judging is not a bad thing people make it a bad thing especially in our society mm -hmm. you know this whole thing about judging other people but judging mm -hmm. is just how we form opinions about things um so jesus didn't say don't judge at all he's saying you know, judge people with concern out of love, out of concern for their soul. That's how we should judge people. I think um, Galatians um, 6 is a really good um, piece of scripture, too, for this. Um, let me get over there and we'll read it. Um, just the first two verses there. It says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another, another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So, you know, it's saying, you know, if someone's overtaken in sin, you know, if they're just sinking, withering away in sin, you know, we're supposed to go to them in a spirit of gentleness, you know, not of, um, you know, hatefulness and all these other things. You know, we're supposed to go to them in love and gentleness and, you know, try to help them grow again instead of pushing them away even more. That's the biggest thing I think is people have trouble communicating in love. You know, mm -hmm. we're sometimes we're very brash and harsh with each other of how we, you know, we accuse each other of things instead mm -hmm. of, you know, showing that concern and gentleness like you like you said in Galatians. Mm -hmm. um, so just I know and I think a lot of times we communicate opinions rather than the truth. 
Um, so we're supposed to hold people accountable to God's word, not our own thoughts and our own, you know, takeaways from the word. It's supposed to be what God says because he is uh, the, the judge of everyone. He is, you know, the judge. Like we have judges in courts that make decisions that sentence people for they've done something wrong. Yeah. And we're just supposed to be like, you know, make sure you're following the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure you're going the speed limit. Right. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in Romans um, 14, it talks about, you know, basically being careful of how you judge because you can cause them, you know, you can be a stumbling block for them. And, um, you know, we see it so much in the church, you know, people um, getting caught in sin and then, you know, the church you know, somebody in the church judging them for that, you know, and that pushes them away even more. You know, they're already, um, you know, since they're in the sin and they're struggling, their faith is already struggling a little bit. And if you just judge them harshly, uh, that just pushes them on out, you know. So we have to be careful and we have to, um, you know, if you know somebody in, in a sin and go to them and, you know, tell them that you love them and that you're there for them and, you know, just... Um, praying for him, you know, that alone is so much, you know, more beneficial than um, pointing your fingers at him and gossiping, you know, gossiping about him because um, that's just going to push him away even more. Uh, I think we had this idea even in, you know, the church and especially the world kind of pushes it on us to where we might form this opinion about ourselves that we're supposed to be perfect. We're supposed to, you know, if we do anything wrong, then we're a hypocrite because we're mm-hmm. not living like we're supposed to, but I mean, um, you know, we all fall short. We're all going to mess up. And so it's just how we help each other to try not to mess up as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you struggle, you know, with judging others, um, you know, just, yeah, Um, but just try to start, you know, you know, reminding yourself to love first. Um, because that's with any action, you know, with any action towards a brother or sister, you know, love, um, needs to be the first thing, um, you know, and just start putting those stones down, you know, today. Um, and you know, if you're struggling with the sin, open up to somebody, you know, because that, that's where it starts, you know, you open up about it and that's one relief and then talk to God about it. That's another relief and you get forgiveness. And you can leave those sins behind you. So, yeah. But, um, do you have anything else? <laughs> okay. We just want you to always remember to be kind, be humble, <laughs> and fit the sons down. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.